and welcome, my friends, to the rise to the top, the number one show and training for mediapreneurs. I'm David Seitman Garland, all about helping you build that kick butt platform, grow your audience like a weed, make the bling bling, generate that revenue, but do it in the right way. And welcome, guys. We've got the brand new format today. So I, I, I was kind of hinting about this over the last few weeks, and we're going to do something new. And, and let me explain kind of the kind of very, very briefly about what's going on. So really what it's all about here is training, training for you. So it's all about teaching you something that you can use right away. So I'm tapping in to some of the best, you know, doers and teachers out there to come on and teach us like kind of basically like a, a mini lesson in something very specific and awesome that's going to help you grow your business, whether it's going to help you generate more revenue build your audience, build your platform, whatever those things might be, someone coming in here and training you, sort of like webinar style, if you will, with visuals and stuff like that to help you go to the next level. So, you know, I know that this training is stuff that I could I could charge for and all that kind of jazz because it's really, you know, pretty cool stuff. But, you know, because we have our sponsor Citrix and because, you know, I love you guys, we're making it, you know, we're making it free. So, I mean, this is training that a lot of other people would charge for but you know you know I love you guys so that's why I, I just I wanted to give this away for you um, you know really because we have a sponsor <laughs> that is essentially paying for it for you guys um, so what I've done is I started to go into my big network of people and pull out the very best that are gonna come on and teach specific strategies every single week here on the rise to the top there also might be some case studies and things like that but we're kicking it off today with Liz Lockard who you might not know Liz because Liz is a, is a behind-the-scenes gal, if you will. But what Liz is a master of is Google Analytics. And more importantly, what can you learn about your business from Google Analytics that's going to help you you know, sell more stuff, save money, stop wasting time, and all that kind of jazz. Because a lot of times you're doing things that you don't even know that are either working or not working. And so it's all about measuring a lot of these things. So I don't care if you're a data geek or not a data geek, if numbers scare you, if numbers don't scare you, uh, Liz is going to teach you a lot in this session because it's titled How to Increase Your Conversions, Save Money, and Stop Wasting Time on Shoddy Marketing with Google Analytics. So that's what it's, what it's all about here today. Now, a few uh, housekeeping items here as we get started. Uh, first and foremost, I promised it, I told you it was coming, and it is here, the free training Create Awesome Online Courses. So here's what I want you to do. If you haven't already, head over to createawesomeonlinecourses.com. A site just went up, and I've got a free video series on how to turn your online platform, blog, web show, podcast, into revenue by creating your own online course. So I've got a free video series. At the end of the video series, there's an opportunity to join my new Create Awesome Online Courses program. But the first video, I'll give you a little spoiler alert, is the five steps to creating a course that sells. So I'm gonna break it down exactly the five steps to create a course that sells. These are the same steps that I use for Create Awesome Interviews, my, my big course that did multiple six figures. I'll be going through these five steps, teaching them. The feedback already on this video has been amazing. You'll see it in the comments section when you get to it, but just head over to createawesomeonlinecourses.com, enter your email, enjoy the free training. It's pretty, pretty darn cool. Um, and final thing here on the contest giveaway, final dates here to win the free camera from Citrix Online. You know, they're giving us uh, a Logitech B. 
525 HD webcam to a lucky member of Rise Nation. And the reason they're doing that is not only because they're awesome, but because they want you to use GoToMeeting, you know, and GoToMeeting, their awesome system for doing face-to-face meetings online, which is actually how we're recording all these new formats for the Rise to the Top. We're doing it on GoToMeeting. Um, you know, because you can you can turn on your cam on GoToMeeting, and so they want to encourage people to turn on their camera uh, and go face to face with people as opposed to not face to face with people. So here's how you get the camera. We're choosing a lucky winner. Uh, it, it, the contest is open till June second at midnight. Here's all you gotta do, and you can enter as many times as you want. Tweet your answer to this question: If you could have a meeting with anyone famous, living or not, using GoToMeeting with HD Faces, who would it be and why? So if you could have a meeting with anyone, famous, living or not, using GoToMeeting with HD Vases, who would it be and why? Tweet your answer to that. Use these hashtags. Hashtag GoToMeeting. Hashtag Rise, R-I-S-E, webcam. Enter as many times as you want. And now here is Liz. Enjoy the new format here on the Rise to the Top. All right, my friends. Well, welcome to the brand new, what's it's brand new for some, unless you were watching last year, but you know, we're gonna call it brand new anyway. Uh, brand new format here on the Rise to the Top, and we're gonna kick it off with someone awesome, and that is Liz Locker joining me today. And here it is, before we get started and get into this, and the title today is How to Increase Your Conversion, Save Money, and Stop Wasting Time on Shoddy Marketing with Google <laughs> Analytics. I'm gonna let Iz and Liz. Iz. Liz, introduce herself. Um, but here, here's a nutshell. She's a Google Analytics chick, and that's her words right there. So don't don't come yelling at me for that one. Uh, who loves helping small businesses not just increase traffic to their sites, but more of the right kind of traffic. And we've talked about that a lot of times here as mediapreneurs. It's not just about traffic; it's about the right kind of traffic. And also, as a bonus helps people stop wasting time and money on marketing that's not working. So Liz, I'm gonna kick the floor to you. I'm sure I'm gonna interrupt or you can kick it back to me because I'm very excited for us today, but really the uh, Rise audience is all yours. Um, As David said, those are my words. I call myself a Google Analytics chick. Um, I've been in marketing for shockingly almost a decade now. That's kind of scary. (laughs) And I've <laughs> I've always kind of been the, the go between between the tech and the marketing worlds. So when I was in house, I was kind of the translator between those two apartment uh, departments, and that's kind of how I've grown into my analyst role today, where I really help um, small business owners and mediapreneurs like get more of the right kind of traffic and get more eyes on what they're doing online. Um, so today we're gonna going to walk through some really practical stuff on how to use Google Analytics to increase your conversions, save money, and stop wasting time on stuff that's just not working. Um, and if you're on Twitter, I'm at Liz Lockard if you want to give me a shout. Um, that would be great. So what we're going to talk about today, um, one thing you must do now to ensure your Google Analytics success, what to focus on, and what you can ignore in Google Analytics, two biggest metrics to keep your eye on for measuring impact, and then also what sort of business shifting marketing insights you can get just from Google Analytics. Some stuff I like to talk about. <laughs> Very cool. So Very cool. if you're like here listening today, um, I'm imagining that you're, you know, you're trying to grow your audience online. You're trying to figure out what's working. Um, you hear so many different things of what you're supposed to be doing to market your business online. You know, shiny object ever shiny object and you're just not sure what's working, you kind of want just a game plan, you want someone to tell you what to do more of and what you can forget. So what does this look like? I think this looks like 
you're, you know, you're starting to bleed your business time into your personal time, or you're spending all of your business work day chasing after different marketing tactics instead of doing more of what you should be doing, you know, creating great content um, for your business and doing more of the business part of your business. So we, we tend to get overwhelmed by pursuing marketing tactics after marketing tactic, and we don't do any of those things well when we're trying to do all of them. Because, I mean, if you think about the list of things you can do for your business, it's, you know, it's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's LinkedIn, Pinterest, SEO, guest posts, interviews, sponsorships, Google AdWords, email marketing, you can start paying for traffic on Facebook, start, um, you know, doing YouTube, podcasts, and I start to look like this guy when I think about that. <laughs> this is my geekery <laughs> showing through here. Um, I, I like to, yeah, he's great. It's a Lego um, man. I like to think of it as, you know, if you're on Twitter and you ever log in live and you see that news feed and it just keeps telling you how many more tweets you have, that's what I think about when I think about all the different things you can do to market your business online and how you're just, all of a sudden, you just need to, like, you know, close down that browser and go hide in the corner because there's just too much going on. <laughs> so where does that put you? It means you're, if you're trying to do all of those things, you're not doing any of them well, um, and you're kind of losing time to spend on your business. But it doesn't have to be that way if you use Google Analytics. So um, I'm guessing a lot of you are already familiar with Google Analytics, but for those who are not, um, it's a totally free tool from Google um, that helps you track what's going on with the traffic on your website. So where are they coming from and what they're doing, to put it simply. Um, but it's much more powerful than that. But if you already have a, um, you probably know it can be a little overwhelming when you log in. There's a whole lot of different metrics that you can kind of be distracted by or supposed to focus on. It's a little overwhelming, right? You have visitors, time on site, goals, exit rate, unique visitors, page views, page depth, bounce rate, conversion rate, returning visitors, visitor flow, path length, and then this guy again <laughs> with, the, uh, with all the stuff you can focus on in Google Analytics. I've been that guy before, <laughs> by the way, with Google Analytics. Let me just tell you that much. You know what I mean? When I'm sitting there, I'm like, I have all this data, but I don't really yeah, want to look at it. Yeah, and then you don't really nervous. do anything with it because you you know, you hit overwhelm and then you just kind of forget about it. So, um, it's, which by the way is the number one problem that mediapreneurs face. You know, it, it, you know, of course the issues are growing audience and revenue and different things of course that we all face, right? But overwhelm is the number one kind of energy zapping yeah, problem absolutely. that people and face. Absolutely. And I know that, sure. you know, when I hit overwhelm with things that aren't in my, you know, um, zone of expertise, I definitely just shut down and procrastinate and just start to do things. So let's talk about um, three steps to end analytics overwhelm, really practical stuff. So the first one is to install it if you don't already have it installed. It's totally free, so you should absolutely go do this. Um, if you are pretty techie, feel free to just go to google.com slash analytics. Um, and Google can walk you through how to do it. If you want a little bit more step-by-step, um, -step, if you head to lizlocker.com slash rise, um, I have any resource I'm going to mention today is going to be on that page, including my ultimate install guide, which walks you through any platform that you're on, how to step-by-step -step put Google Analytics on your site. So um, feel free to check that out if you need some extra guidance on how to set it up. So if you already have it installed, you're not off the hook. <laughs> I want you to check for these three clues that 
it's actually set up right for your site. And this is the one thing you have to do to make sure that you're actually going to have success with Google Analytics. So clue number one is a pretty obvious one. When you log in, you just see a flat line for all of your visits. And this is during a time period where you know you have traffic, right? Like, so you either know you're getting blog comments or someone's filled out a contact form or you know people are clicking on your email marketing newsletters or you know your mom visited the site that day um, and you just see a flat line. So this is kind of just a, a real obvious heads up that something's wonky with your code. So make sure to, to check that you're actually getting visits after you set up your um, code. So number two is if you head to traffic sources, sources, all traffic um, in your standard reporting screen in Google Analytics and you start to see your own site pop up as a referral source of traffic, either your own site or a subdomain of your site. So this, this one again is a little obvious too because your site sending your own site traffic doesn't really make sense. It, it's not really logical. So clearly something's going on with your code. So I see this one a lot. So that's definitely something to check. And it's sometimes these very kind of quote unquote obvious things that yeah. when you go in and tweak them, you know what I mean? Like it's not like it's, it sounds obvious, but it's one of those things where it's like, oh crap, that's right. That's exactly. It's, not working it's obvious. Me. Like after you've already found it and you're like, oh, right, of course. <laughs> right. Um, and then clue number three is another one that's kind of, um, you know, a, a pretty um, easy to read one. So if you go to your admin area of the part where you actually grabbed your code in the first place to install it on your site, Google Analytics has a tracking status column for you. And I think it might look a little different today. Google Analytics is always updating what it looks like. Um, you'll either see tracking not installed or, you know, uh, tracking status received and you'll have a green check mark. So if you don't have that green check mark, um, Google Analytics can't read the code on your site. So something's up. So if you find something wrong, the two things to do is to make sure that you're checking your codes by making sure it's the right kind of code. So if you are tracking across multiple websites or uh, multiple subdomains, that's a different kind of code. Um, so make sure you have the right code on your site, but then also make sure it's on every page of your site. Um, it's kind of easy to do if you're on um, you know, a content management system, it's really easy to install on every page, but if you are finding pages on your site as a referral source of traffic, um, that page probably doesn't have the code on it. So you just want to check that um, on your site versus what you're seeing in analytics. So the second step to ending analytics overwhelm is forgetting about everything that we saw on that screen of all the different metrics that you can see in Google Analytics. And then step three is to focus on just two metrics that I'm going to give you and everything else you can kind of forget about. Conversions and bounce rate. And my one exception here is, and Dave, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording today, but um, sure. the exception here is if your audience is your main product, then you're, you know, you're actually selling to advertisers and then maybe you want to pick and choose which metrics are showcasing your audience in the best way. Certainly you can do that, but if you're actually selling products and services to your audience, then conversions and bounce rate are where you want to focus your energy on. Yeah. And we, and we encourage, you know, not, you know I would say 99.9% .9 of Rise Nation, um, uh, is selling their own product wants to sell their own product and or, and or service. So it, it's definitely uh, going to be that route. Very few are going to be focused okay. on advertising. We've talked about that at length okay. for sure. So let's, let's dive into it. So bounce rate, 
um, is one of the better metrics to use because it comes kind of right out of the box in Google Analytics. There's no extra configuration you have to do. Um, as soon as you install that code, Google Analytics starts measuring your bounce rate. And if you're not familiar with bounce rate, bounce rate is the rate at which people are just bouncing off one page on your site. So they land on a page, they don't go any further, they leave the page. So this is, why is this important? We want a low bounce rate in general because most of the website actions that we want our visitors to take, take more than one page, right? So if someone is um, visiting a page on your blog, maybe you'd like to have them peruse more of your content or you know, sign up for your newsletter or fill out a contact form or purchase something from you. Most of these processes take more than one page on our site, so we should have a lower bounce rate um, if we have an engaged audience. So if you want more details on you know, what's normal and how to fix your own bounce rate, um, if you go to lizlocker.com slash rise, I have a link to a blog post where I go into really um, a high detail about that. Um, but let's take a look at how you can look at this in Google Analytics. Yeah, because by, by the way, as you get that set up, is that, you know, I've always thought about that too. It's like there's so many metrics, as you know, with kind of internet marketing and all these different things that we're kind of talking about that sometimes we just don't know what's good or bad. Right. Right? Like you're like, is that good or right. is that bad? It's like you, you have no idea what it, what it, what is good or bad. So I think that'll be right. helpful to kind of know sort of a baseline and I know, somewhere. Um, Metric says that the web's average is 40%, but it definitely depends on what kind of site you have. Um, if you have a lot of stuff, um, a lot of content on your site, you're definitely going to see a higher one. Um, and that the blog post that I have breaks down like by industry, what's normal and what's not. Um, but cool. I thought, you know, industry stats are cool, but I like to compare myself to myself for how I'm doing. So if you're in analytics and you head to your content um, report, site content, and you head to the landing pages report, you're gonna um, have a little chart here, but if you actually pick this little tree icon here, this is the comparison tool, where you're gonna get these two columns. They're both gonna say visits. I want you to switch this second one to bounce rate, and then you get this kind of cool visual of what's working and what's not on your site. So this is all of the content mm. on your site, so all of the different um, you know, shows you're putting out. So I like it because it's really easy to see that red is bad and green is good, right? So the line down the middle is our site's average. So it's comparing our bounce rate of our different content to our own site's average. So what's doing worse, oh, what's cool. doing better. Cool. So it's pretty easy to see, you know, there's so, a lot of insights you can grab from this little view. You can kind of start to see themes of um, topics that tend to have a lower bounce rate or themes of topics that tend to have a higher bounce rate. But also, you know, it could be a technical thing. So I can tell you that for my top three posts here, if I go to those on my website, I can tell that um, at the bottom there's no related post or suggested more reading. And when I have that feature on other pages of my site, I see a lower bounce rate. Um, also, I'll tell you that the, the number one offender for a high bounce rate is that you are linking externally. So you're sending traffic to other sites, which right. is, of course, you know, a great thing to do, value add for your audience but that you're not having those pages open in a new tab or a new window. So if you're kind of just offering them, like showing them the exit door by not having it um, open in a new window, then you're going to have a higher bounce rate than you need to be. Right. You do want to have that be it open in a new window, like if you're linking out for sure. So the theme here is just to kind of, you know, use this report to fix your worst pages and to try and shape your editorial calendar. 
So the second one is conversions, which is not one that comes right out of the box, but we'll walk through some simple ways to set this up for your site. Um, and by conversion, I mean turning a just casual website browser into an actual piece of your funnel, whether that's you know, a lead, a prospect, or a customer. So um, the type of conversion you might measure in Google Analytics is maybe filling out a contact form or filling out um, you know, your contact form or signing up for your newsletter or purchasing a product. Those are typical, typical conversions we might measure in Google Analytics. So real simply, um, if you head to your admin um, section in Google Analytics and you pick your profile, you'll see the screen on the right where you'll get to go to the goals tab. So by setting up a goal, that's how we measure a conversion in Google Analytics. And real simply, you can you know, give your goal a name, you can pick URL destination as the type, and then you want to grab the last step in the process of your conversion and tell Google Analytics in the goal details which page that is. So this would be if you fill out a contact page and then the user gets redirected to a, hey, thanks for contacting me, like here are some next steps, or you know, we'll reach out to you within 48 hours or whatever that page says. Mm -hmm. You're gonna put, put that page here in the goals section in Google Analytics. And that'd be like, thanks for your order yeah. or, or whatever like that if you're gonna do a product, that type of yeah, page. Yeah, and I, I picked the, um, the contact form example here because that's really simple. When it comes to things like newsletters and purchases, um, the process can get a little uh, more complex, so that's something yeah. um, that, you know, if you, if you go to that um, slash rise page that I have for you guys, um, there's a little bit more advice on how to deal with that stuff, but um, real simply, a contact form is an easy one to do here that doesn't require any extra cool. configuration. So once you have your goals set up, you can head to your standard reporting screen, traffic sources, all traffic, hit goal set one up here to be able to look at your conversions. And then scroll down the page. And again, we're in my favorite little view here. <laughs> I like visual uh, data here. I think it's a simpler way to view it. Um, and then you're. Oh, I agree. I, I love the arrows because I'm always. I mean, it really breaks down. It seriously breaks down the confusion big time here. So then we um so then we select instead of bounce rate, we're selecting um, whichever goal we just set up. So for me, I'm doing an example of my newsletter sign up goal. And then from here, again, green is good, red is bad, and it's comparing it to our site's average. So any um, traffic source for me that has a high, uh, has a long green bar, maybe that's something I want to do more of. Like I have a, a guest post on Psych Central um, that did pretty well for me. But then also you can see that Twitter, t.co, I'm just sucking at. So <laughs> maybe I should spend less time on Twitter or reevaluate what I'm doing with Twitter, maybe take a course on that. So it's just a really easy way to see where um, your actual subscribers, leads, and prospects are coming from. Now, then, Liz, question on that. Sure. So you set it up so so that you, um, I understand the thank you page being the goal, right? Like yeah. that. So how did all this front end data know that? So is this just like meaning like how did they know that these people then reach like meaning? I guess I'm a little bit confused about how you how this referral traffic is listed here. Um, it, it meaning like is all you all you had to do is set up the goal and then it just tells you based on your traffic that's coming to your site what types of people yeah. then got got to that thank you page? Is that is that the simple way of looking at it? Yeah, the, the referral thing that you're seeing isn't any extra tweaking that I've done to Google Analytics. That's just how Google Analytics is classifying this type cool. of traffic on its own. So Google Analytics will know, you know, unless, you know, Google Analytics works with cookies. So unless someone's like blocking cookies or there's something a little wonky with cookies, um, Google Analytics will just automatically know 
where the source is coming from. So they'll know it's coming from Facebook or, you know, Psych Central or Twitter or whatever. Um, Got it. So you don't have to set that all that. You don't have to set up separate links for all that stuff. It's just it's just that it's all brought in here and and set up. Right. Right. Yeah. And the green number is telling us. Oh, sorry. And I was gonna say the green number is telling us that basically compared to what at the baseline that, you know, 200 percent. Yeah. Compared to the site average, 200% more people that came from LKR social media, came from Laura Rota site, um, are going to sign up compared to, you know, minus 100 that found you organically on Google or something like that. Right, right. Got exactly. it. Um, and then you can see also, like, number four in the client chase, that's the name of my newsletter. So, of course, those people aren't going to really sign up as much since they're mostly already on my list. <laughs> Got it. Makes sense. But it's cool to see that... Uh, you know, how well direct traffic's doing and also like a, a specific, you know, outpost like Laura, like Laura's, you know, blog or whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, and I've used that data to kind of go back and do, you know, subsequent um, guest posts and kind of grow relationships with, um, you know, traffic sources that are doing well for my business. Cool. This is awesome. So, all right, so that's just kind of like the down and dirty stuff of what you can use Google Analytics for, but um, let's talk about some of the other business shifting insights you can get from Google Analytics. So you can find out where in the world are your prospects. So why does this matter? So if you're ever doing any offline or online advertising, you can use the data in Google Analytics to help you target, um, you know, which area of the world has a more engaged audience for you. it can also help you if you're ever doing like an offline meetup, that sort of thing. Do you need a mobile site? This one is my favorite, one of my favorite insights because I feel like the entire web is talking about how much everyone has to go mobile and how you need a mobile site and all that stuff. And I agree that if you are already, you know, ready for a website redesign or you already have the budget for one, then certainly that you should make sure that it's responsive or ready for mobile. But if you're not already, um, planning on a website redesign, Google Analytics can help you figure out whether or not that has to be a priority for you. It can tell you if your mobile traffic is um, a large portion of your traffic, as well as whether or not it's performing um, significantly worse than your other traffic. So I think it's a great way to help you prioritize whether or not mobile redesign has to happen in the next few months for you or next year. Interesting. So you're not just going off of people as saying mobile, mobile, mobile. You can actually go in here and actually see if, you know, 80% of the people are on mobile or something like that. Right, right. And that's kind of the power of Google Analytics is that, you know, you can always hear people talking about what's happening in the industry, what trends are happening, but Google Analytics lets you see what's happening for your site and whether or not that's true for you. So it can help you learn what content you should produce more of. This is another favorite of mine. What social media platform isn't worth your time? So you can see, um, certainly we walked through the different um, sources you can see in Google Analytics, but um, Google Analytics can also help you see what influence social media is having um, early on in the process. So if, you know, someone's heard about you through Facebook and then later comes back through, you know, a paid ad and converts onto your list, um, Google Analytics can show you if social media is helping you earlier in the process of getting to know your business and converting into your business. Interesting. And also, by the way, it, it seems with that, going back to that other one where you talk about the content to produce, um, mm-hmm. also it seems to, to be where there might be information product opportunities too, right there. Yeah. Because if you can definitely. go through, you know, and you can see that, you know, people were obsessed with, you know, we could go on like external factors like comments and kind of like, 
you know, tweets or whatever, whatever the, the external factors that are for a post. But when you go in and you could see that people are super engaged with a specific topic, that might be a clue that there could be a product there, a course, you know, something like that, that you could move, move towards. Right. Absolutely. And yeah, that's a great one. Um, and I think social media is a good one because I feel like so many of us are, you know, on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, I know Pinterest is like a recent addiction of mine, but like what, how, how much of it is actually working for your business um, and how to refocus your time. Um, but also where are the holes on your site? You know, the steps it takes to get to a purchase or steps it takes to get to signing up for your newsletter, where are people dropping off um, and where, you know, what do you need to fix? Um, what keywords are working for your site and also what quick SEO wins can you make with Google Analytics? And who should you do more partnerships with? Which um, partnerships are valuable to your business? Where are your subscribers coming from? What paid advertising is worth your dollar? This one is huge. If you're doing any sort of paid advertising um, online, you are just throwing money away if you're not measuring it with Google Analytics. Um, if you are using AdWords, that's an easy one-click way to um, integrate the two, but if you're doing anything else, you need to do a little extra tweaking to measure it in Google Analytics. And every single client I've worked with who is using paid advertising always, always, always saves money once we take a look at their account. It's really easy to drill down to ad or keyword level to see which stuff is working, where they should refocus their campaigns. Yeah, we're going to be doing a Facebook campaign soon, so I'll be interested to see, make sure we have that set up, you know? Yeah, yeah, and Facebook is interesting because yeah, you you would have to you know do a little special tag on it, but um, absolutely, Facebook is huge. So also, what pages are too slow? This one is um, really interesting because site speed is such a big influence on you know the user experience, but also you know faster site equals more conversions and more dollars for your business, and it also affects um, your rankings in Google. Uh, Google has definitely said that site speed as a factor in its algorithm. So what pages, not just general in your site, how fast is it loading, but what specific pages are, you know, really holding your site back and where, what can you do to fix those? Google Analytics can show you that. And then offline advertising as well, which is something I go into um, in my Google Analytics course, but with some creative applications of Google Analytics, you can measure your offline um, marketing, whether that's speaking at an event or placing an ad in a newspaper. Um, you can absolutely use Google Analytics to measure that. And then the problem is that Google Analytics doesn't come set up that way to measure all these things we've just talked about. And there's no tutorial that's focused on your business. Everything out there is more for the techie analyst or for the really large enterprise trying to use Google Analytics. So I started to help with one-on-one -on -one tune-ups for small businesses, as well as created my course, Google Analytics, The Missing Manual. But actually, just a few weeks ago, I created a totally free quick start course um, for small business owners, for people who are just trying to, you know, get really um, just set up with Google Analytics and just quickly get themselves rolling with tracking and measuring their, their traffic. And then, I don't know why this one is weird. We're we supposed to have a cool graphic. <laughs> a, yeah, we're supposed to have a cool graphic, and now it just looks like a ghost Way to ruin line, it, Liz. Good job. <laughs> But basically, if you want to um, sign up for that the free course, or if you want to um, mention any of the or uh, check out any of the blog posts I mentioned today, if you go to LizLocker.com/rise, um, you'll get um, any of those. Very cool. And yeah, what's cool about this, and, and Liz, I, li I like this a lot today because 
I felt like there was a lot of things where, you know, we could go through 5,000 things to do on, you know, Google Analytics. But I like that we could pick out some little tweaks that people could do right now. I mean, like immediately, I think everyone should go set up their goals. You know what I mean? Like they should be going right now on your newsletter sign up. Um, on your products, anything like that, you should be go set. You should go set up the goals right now. Like, what if you went in? You know, I'm just thinking this out loud. Like, what if you went in and you realized that Facebook, like, has your highest conversion rate for your newsletter subscribers and the highest conversion rate uh, for products? And you know, let's just say Twitter had the lowest. Like, how would that affect how you spend time? Do you know what I mean? And like, you know, I, I'm thinking right, right now I'd be putting Twitter on semi-autopilot slash paying one minute of attention to it. And I put all my ducks into yeah. the right row. Now, question Liz here for you as well as we kind of wrap up here. And I want to make right. sure to leave this link up and guys grab these resources. There's really all kinds of great stuff there. Um, you mentioned there's kind of two forms of thought here, right? What you're going to realize if you set this up correctly, some things are great. Some things are crappy, right? Fair enough. Do you recommend focusing on trying to blow the great out of the water or do you recommend more trying to fix the crappy or some kind of balance of both? Well, I think it depends. When you look at that, like you're going to know the story behind the data, right? So when you look at whether it's, you know, Facebook is doing terribly or Twitter is doing terribly, you're going to know how much time you're spending on that platform. And I think that's kind of the other piece of the puzzle about what you should focus on. So if you're spending all of your time on Twitter and it's just not doing, you know, crap for your business, then that's something to just kind of stop doing. If um, you have, you know, the huge green bar against, you know, say Facebook that is just, you know, just going gangbusters for your business, then yeah, then you should be trying to kind of invest even more time or more resources into the one that's already converting well. So I think um, absolutely focusing on what's already working, but trying to remember how much time you're actually spending on the platform. And then you can be the cool person at the cocktail party when someone comes up to you and says, you spend all day on Facebook. You can say, yeah, because it converts like, whoa, (laughs) and my big green button on Google (laughs) Analytics says that I'm converting everything. And then that'll end the conversation in a hurry when they run away from you. But uh, (laughs) yeah. Just have like a printout of your reports. Yeah, your yeah. no, I mean, I, I like to carry around Google <laughs> Analytics reports with me, and I, I re- would recommend you do that the same. It's great on first dates. It's great when, wherever you go anywhere. So, Liz, this was awesome today. I think it was great to have, you know, not. I think it's one thing to hear this stuff, right, like to hear and like listen to it, but I think with the visuals that you pointed out and saying like literally click this, go there, check this thing out, it's going to help a lot of us because, as you know, a lot of our, us mediapreneurs, we love the content. We love the products. We love these different things. But usually, and I'm saying this in the nicest way possible, we are not data-driven animals, a lot of us. Do you know what I mean? Like we sit there and we're like, you're like, oh, it's pretty yeah. and shiny and I love it. And it seems to be working. But at the end of the day, getting, you know, even if you could get 5 to 10% better with this, it could make a huge effect in your business. So the, the, the website, lizlocker.com, that's, it's pronounced like locker, but it's with an A. So L-O-C-A-R-D.com slash rise. Grab those resources. Grab all that stuff. Liz, can't thank you enough. This was absolutely great today. Thank you for coming on. And that's it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed uh, the, the new format today. And, you know, again, you know, you guys know this. We did some episodes like this last year for those that have been with me for a long time. And they had such a huge feedback that there is such a need now for this non-BS, fluff-free 
training that I wanted to give it to you guys. There's going to be a lot more coming here on the Rise to the Top. Uh, so I, I'm really, really glad that you tuned in today. I hope you got a lot from it. And let me know in the comments if, if, if you enjoy this, enjoy the format, uh, just because there's going to be a lot more to come as well. Now, a reminder... The free video series is up all about how to turn your online platform, your blog, web show, podcast into revenue by creating your own online course. The first video, five steps to creating a course that sells. You can nab all this. All you have to do, free, enter your email at createawesomeonlinecourses.com and we'll get that video going to you and you'll see that there's already some incredible feedback. There's a worksheet. There's all kinds of stuff uh, just that you get absolutely free. So head over to createawesomeonlinecourses.com and a reminder, camera giveaway Given that HD or that Logitech B25 HD webcam to a lucky member of Rise Nation, encouraging people to turn on their webcam. Thanks to our good friends at Citrix and GoToMeeting. All you have to do is is tweet the answer to this question. If you could have a meeting with anyone famous, living or not, using GoToMeeting with HD faces, who would it be and why? Use the hashtag RiseWebcam and hashtag GoToMeeting. So I will see you next time. I'm David Seidman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny.